That sounds gross. <laughs> now you want to go rub hands with pigeons. Look at my smile. I'm Batman. <laughs> Welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. It's Woo! Saturday Night Live. Feeling good. Had a good trip. Had a birthday. Yeah, apparently uh, it's just birthday season for things I got wrong here. You, me, J- Sidney Crosby, and Julius Caesar. <laughs> what do they all share in common? We're Besides all born on August 7th. I was going to say tyrannical, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm only tyrannical because you wouldn't let me record in a pillow fort today. It's holding down the fort. <laughs> it's true. Rachel's going to put in her new contract rider that she has to be able to perform in a literal couch pillow fort. I love it. Yes. We, Rachel will be we sitting in have, the corner of the stage. If we ever have a live stage show, there should literally be a fort on the stage. And whoever's in last place has to hold down the fort. I love it. <laughs> It'll be like a board game where everyone starts in the fort and slowly works their way over to victory. You gotta move your pieces. <laughs> and Ryan's birthday is on Thanksgiving because he's missing out on the August party. Flomp, flomp. Pretty much. Although, if you guys remember, I did make it emphatically clear when I was looking for co hosts. You guys had to all have the same birthday <laughs> <laughs> or roughly the same. <laughs> That's so, so crazy. I didn't, I had no idea. So, you guys obviously, you have summer birthdays. You felt the pain of seeing all of your classmates in school bring in cupcakes, cookies. Yes. Yeah, and get special attention throughout the year, right? Like, yep. I'm not the only one who feels this pain. Oh my gosh, like, I have been looking for someone who understands this. I it, never got to celebrate my birthday at school because everyone was on vacation or doing whatever with their families before school started, so... It sucked. Right, well, that's what I was going to say, is I actually have a story about it. So, like, they, my school, an elementary school, they used to, on your birthday during school, they would announce it over the PA every day. And you get to go down to the library or the principal's office and you'd get a free book that you could pick out and you just like hang out for like 10 minutes and get like a cookie or some crap. And I was super jealous of this. So in fourth grade, I was like, I was so fed up with not being able to do this that like on my half birthday, I just went down there (laughs) (laughs) and was like, Hey, I have a summer birthday. Like I want to be a part of this too. And I totally did it. And they like announced it like in a very half special, happy half birthday to Stuart Hopkins over the PA. And I was like, I felt good about it. And then I realized that I was an ass later. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had your gall when I was little. I was just fed up with it. (laughs) So did you guys ever have where you were like a week away from either being the next year or the year previous? Like ages? Yeah. I was the youngest. I'd say my birthday was the was the deciding day, at least that year. So I ended up being younger than every single person because my parents were like, heck no, we're not holding it. You're all the very last birthday. So you're all the youngest people in your grade. I I was the youngest boy in my grade, yeah. Well, you guys are talking about summer birthdays. You don't know the pain of enjoying a lovely Thanksgiving feast basically every year. And because your day falls so close, then like five hours later, they're like, "Uh, you had pumpkin pie, but also here's a cake. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But at least you have like family around for your birthday, though. Like it's a holiday season. Like you're going to have time off. That's true. There's always a lot of family around. Right. You're going to have a lot of family, which also, you know. More presents when you're a kid, you know, that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. I will say one of the big advantages is I, my birthday was 
just far enough away where I definitely always got two presents for birthday and Christmas. Yes. No, no combined business going Dude, on. My, so my nephew is like December 21st and I just oh. feel so bad for him because I'm like, dude, <laughs> and we make it a point of like, all right, we will get separate birthday and Christmas presents for him. But it right. sucks because like obviously during the holiday season, you're already spending a shit ton of money on Christmas presents. So yeah. it's like, I'm sorry, buddy. Like I can't, I can't just do like a big amount here for you. Well, <laughs> I got Play-Doh. my mom said that like my mom's birthday is December 14th, a little further away, but oh, she yeah. said it was awful, always awful as a kid. Cause everyone would give her Christmas themed birthday presents where they'd be <laughs> like, it's a big enough gift to be for both. Oh man. It's like just the worst. That is, I feel so bad for her. That is the worst. That's crazy. I always loved the summer birthdays though, because it was like, you're already but on you, break. You get a huge party. I guess if you do have a party, it's like an awesome outdoor pool party or it's, something. That's exactly but everyone's it. so like, out of a- town. Uh, yeah, but with <laughs> August birthdays, though, like it's cl- I don't know. For me, it was always close enough to school starting that people were like back from vacation because they're spending their like last week or two at home yeah. before school starts up. Everyone so, comes like, your birthday with new clothes because they all just went school right. shopping. Right. They all look fly. <laughs> like, it's great. You know, we jump in the pool, we throw water balloons and have fun and see you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I had no idea. That's funny. Three courageous Leos and one frumpy Sagittarius half horseman. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the height. Yeah, talk about New York. It was it was fun. It's <laughs> smelly. It's really smelly. hot. <laughs> yeah. Is that any different than downtown Chicago in the summer? Oh, it's, it's that's smellier. what the loop is it's like way on a, It's quite a bit different. There is an abundance of trash everywhere in New York. Yay, poor infrastructure. Ugh. So this is this is a little random, but I tried to achieve this goal in both working in Chicago and also visiting New York. Uh, my brother used to work in Chicago as well. And so it's become a joke now that when crossing rivers and bridges and ledges and things, we continuously try to push pigeons and seagulls off the ledge to see if we can get them before they like fly away, because I just want to see it happen. And so I'm right. So like, especially in Chicago, when, when you cross the bridge or whatever, there's all those ledges or like side rails to where the seagulls will just land on them or the pigeons. And I have tried so many times that I want to just run up and push it. I want to successfully push the bird off the ledge so that way it has Stu, to I'm scramble. I'm side of you tonight. I just, I, it wasn't my original idea, but I, the torch was passed to me when my brother moved away. And now I have to accomplish it. It's, it's my, like, it's, it's on the list. I have to do it. And I've, I've been, I've touched the back feathers of a bird before, but I have yet to actually get them. I'm impressed and kind gross. of grossed out. You just complained about all the trash in the street in New York, and now you want to go rub hands with pigeons. <laughs> rub hands with pigeons. You shouldn't be celebrating that. <laughs> it's pretty nasty. The crown achievement for me was just having not seen any rats the whole time, although apparently the That's people around me did. Just put on your blinders so you don't see those rats. It's what you do in Chicago. <laughs> pizza rat. Dubstep pizza rat. Yeah, no, New York's fun, but nothing about New York is alluring to me. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Oh, well, sorry, New York listeners. (laughs) 
I think it. I they, think it's a product of too. also living in Chicago, where you do get the big city feel with not a lot of the downsides of New York. Right, right. It's not. It's Chicago is actually pretty darn clean. Like in comparison to a lot of other cities, it, they do a good job. Yeah. That was the thing when we first moved here. Everyone was like, everyone in Chicago is so much nicer than compared to like Ohio or New York or anything. And I'm from Oklahoma where everyone has a smile on as they greet. You know, it's like, actually, I guess. Right. I don't know. Right. I don't I know. see I, that. But yeah. people in Chicago are actually cold, like compared to suburbs or yeah, Oklahoma or anywhere else. But compared to other cities, though, people in Chicago are pretty nice. All right, well, drink your ciders because this is the very 25th ever episode. Uh, we have four rounds of questions that these three will all uh, take a stab at guessing. Each round has a different theme and style. We'll explain as we get there. Uh, and you will be vying for uh, all the August birthday cake. <laughs> we will start with general trivia. Question number one. Each question will be worth two points. Uh, call out when you know it. Question number one. What is the universal language created in 1887 that was designed to be a global world Shoot. language? Esperanto. Uh, designed to be a global world language despite only having a few thousand native speakers today. Esperanto. Which uh, I've never actually heard. Go to, the wiki, go to the Wikipedia page and you'll be a surprise that you can read it. It's very fun. Yeah, it's, it's basically kind of a combination hybrid of, of a lot of modern languages. All I know are people who are like polyglots and try to learn many languages like <laughs> to learn it, but I don't know anyone who's ever tried to learn it exclusively. I can read it with French, <laughs> so no yeah, that's incentive. Pretty cool. Go learn a language. <laughs> Question number two, not Monopoly related. Uh, what is the name of the model of car from Starsky and Hutch? This car model is also the name of a 2008 movie. Stu. Stu. Uh, is it a free bird? Or, um, no, not a free bird. A firebird? Not a firebird. Not a Leonard Skinner song. <laughs> what is the name of a model of car, or of the model car from Starsky and Hutch? This car model is also the name of a 2008 movie. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice job. Gran Torino. I was wondering if anybody was going to say the... Uh, General Lee, but that would be Dukes of Hazard, not Starsky and Hutch. Oh, that's actually what I was thinking of. And, you know, not that Firebird was right for that either. But yeah. question number three at just 31 days, which U.S. president served the shortest time in office? Oh, Rachel. <laughs> yes. Everyone always forgets about William Henry Harrison. I'm proud of you. I, I was, I saw that when I was looking up my questions. <laughs> for the round robin round <laughs> there are some legit presidents when you look down that i like i swear i never learned this in school like pierce who is pierce as president that that wasn't a real person <laughs> there's a song by jonathan colton that deal, that goes over all the presidents up until uh george w bush and nice. that one's it's actually because he's making fun of everything too so like mm -hmm. it's pretty entertaining and that's what i looped through in my head <laughs> i think there's a good animaniac song as well there is yeah uh dying of typhoid and pneumonia becoming the first president to die in office in 1841 he was the ninth u.s president and was succeeded by his vice president john tyler i mean pneumonia i think is caused by either like a bacteria or a virus that or the cold a cold into my gra grandmother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You're gonna yeah, go. You're gonna die. get catch your cold and die. You're gonna have a big day tomorrow in the next thirty days. Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> you know, break a leg before you go out on stage. Before you start a new job, don't pull a don't pull a whh. <laughs> Question number four: Doki Doki Panic was the original. Super- Stew. Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anything video game I I have a better shot at. Jeez. Yeah. Super Mario 2. Super Mario Brothers 2. Doki Doki Panic was the original name for this game before it was acquired while still in development. This became the sequel video game released in Japan in 1987. That was that was yeah, a it, notably different art style and control feel from its other games because it was well, it completely brought, lift and shift mentality. Right. It, it is brought, it is fun to some regard, but I don't think it was very critically held up, especially compared no. to the first one in uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 and then Super Mario Brothers World. But it it brought in so many core characters of that franchise though that like that are still there today they're still there today right like that's the thing is and i mean they weren't you know it's not like those characters were designed for it to be mario it was from doki doki panic yeah and that game just what became mario like was yoshi brought in in two uh no yoshi 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 was was never in the first one no i'm sorry um was he in three now i'm trying to remember i maybe it was super mario because oh two had the like i don't remember the name but like the pink bird thing that spits out birdo. the egg yeah birdo? yeah 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 two had birdo <laughs> birdo uh two had birdo it had shy guys uh and sniffets yeah. were from that game i think it don't i'm maybe this is wrong but i'm pretty sure that toad was from number first two. time playing toad i think he was a playable uh, him and luigi were both playable characters right from the start and peach right Right, but Luigi was canonical from, and Peach was canonical from the first one. But Toad, I think, actually was a character of Doki Doki Panic and was actually brought into the Mario world from that. Hmm. All right, two points to stew there. Question number five. Bruce Lee, his son Brandon Lee, and Jimi Hendrix are all famously buried in what U.S. state? Bruce Lee, his son Brandon Lee, and Jimi Hendrix are all famously buried in what U.S. state? Stu. Stu. Maryland? Not Maryland. Rachel? Rachel. Like Tennessee? Not Tennessee. Um, that's crazy. Jimi Hendrix and a, a handful of other musicians were all notably out of this uh, city and therefore state. Any other guesses? Rachel. Rachel. Michigan. Not Michigan. Stu, you want one last chance? Well, now, because we already said Tennessee and Kentucky, right? Yes. Screw it. Uh, uh, Georgia? Not Georgia. Do you want to guess for no points, Rachel? Hawaii. Not Hawaii. Jimi Hendrix, uh, Kurt Cobain... Chris Cornell, a bunch of people all came from the Seattle region. Uh, they're oh. all buried in Washington outside oh. of Seattle. The more you know, so, I guess. Yeah. Question number six. Jellystone Park is home to what iconic animal? <laughs> <laughs> Jellystone Park, home of Yogi Bear. And there is an actual Yellowstone Park Um about 10 minutes away from where I was uh, outside of Pittsburgh, where falling water is. 
So it's nearby. It's where I got the inspiration for the question. On to round number two. Uh, This is a round we've done before, I believe. This is uh, animal groups and their collective nouns. Yes. Yes, 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 uh, yes, yes. We're all familiar with the school of fish, a pack of wolves, a murder of crows. Uh, I will give you a little descriptor about some uh, animal group names and some on some of these, a little bit of detail about uh, the species itself. You just need to give me the animal name. Uh, these are six questions, two points for each question. Call out when you know it. Question number one. Find a caravan or a train of these even-toed ungulates. Rachel. Day. Rachel. Camels. Yes, these are camels. Nice. Are even-toed ungulates, which sounds like the best insult ever. <laughs> <laughs> and now start calling people even-toed ungulates. <laughs> Uh, who today are largely domesticated across Africa, the Middle East, and South Asia. That would be a caravan of camels. Question number two. A cartload, a barrel, or a troop can all refer to the common name that encapsulates... Common name that encapsulates more than 260 species around the world. Uh... A cartload or a barrel of monkeys or a troop of monkeys. Question number three. You can find a bevy on land, a wedge in flight, or in general, a ballet. Rachel. Rachel. Flamingos? Not flamingos. Stew. Stew. Is it a swan? Yes. Oh, crap. Sweet. Group of swans. Yes. A bevy on land, a wedge in flight, or just in general, a ballet. Question number four. These are a venue when standing, or a kettle when circling, or a wake when feeding. Stew. Stew. Uh, buzzards and or vultures? Uh, yes. Uh, I'll give you vultures. Yes. Because they're actually the same animal. All right. Well, then I'll get, definitely give you vultures. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Yes, these are a venue when standing, a kettle when circling, or a wake when feeding, a wake of vultures. Question number five. Find a pandemonium or a prattle of these in most tropical regions, marked most notably by their colorful exterior. Parrot, yes. Nice. A pandemonium of parrots. Good Good alliteration. Question number six. They are called a drift or a drove when they're younger, and a sonder or a team when they're older. A drift or a drove when they're younger, a sonder and a team when they are older. No guesses? Nope. No. All right. Well, this, these, this group is um, almost entirely classified by their age. This would be a... Sonder of old pigs. Interesting. Oh. Or a drift of pigs. All right. That is halftime. All right. Round number three. This will be uh, movie soundtrack titles again. Uh, I looked up some of the top 50 best movie soundtracks <gasps> and wrote a list of songs to that soundtrack. Uh, for example, if I gave you One Jump Ahead, Friend Like Me, Jafar's Hour, and A Whole New World. Oh. You would know it was Aladdin. Uh, some of these may be a little more obscure, not quite as much uh, Disney and the like. So I'll also give you the year of the movie. 
uh, to help out a little bit. So question number one, uh, this movie was 2018. So uh, I have four songs from each soundtrack. So call out when you know it. Uh, La Vie and Rose, Shallow, Music to My Eyes, and Always Remember Us This Way. Oh, um, um, can I give you the pretense of it? Can you give me the title, Rachel? It's Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I don't remember the name. Always Remember Us This Way is the, uh, well, not the title track, but the lead track of the soundtrack to A Star Is Born, uh, as noted, uh, portrayed by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Question number two. This is 1986. Destination Unknown, Playing With The Boys, Take My Breath Away, Danger Zone. Stu. Yes, this is Top Gun. Get your volleyball <laughs> ready. Question number three. Uh, 1996. Hit him high. Fly like an eagle. Stoop. Stew. Space Jam. Yes. Space Jam. Hit him high. Fly like an eagle. Basketball Jones. I believe I can fly. That was the first piece of music I ever owned was Space Jam on cassette. Nice. All right. Question number four. This is 1984. Take me with you. Darling Nikki. Let's go crazy. When doves cry. Take me with you. Rachel. Rachel. Dirty dancing. Not dirty dancing. You both are so close. You don't even know it. Stu. 16 candles. Not 16 candles. Purple rain. Oh. Wrong. Right color, wrong thing. <laughs> yes, purple rain. Uh, all, yeah, these are all uh, print songs. Take me with you, Darling Nikki. And uh, more notable, oh, Darling Nikki, you guys would certainly recognize. But let's go crazy. And when doves cry, it's be purple rain. Question number five this is 1999. Son of man. Rachel. Rachel. Oh, man. Tarzan. <laughs> this would be Tarzan. Nice job. If, any, if people don't know, I have a really odd, extreme infatuation with Phil Collins. <laughs> I could so gather if, that If it's from... Phil Collins. <laughs> so uh, wow. I'm pretty sure that, that that was put in with so I could get one. That's not the reason why, but... Because <laughs> Ryan doesn't do classical music soundtracks. <laughs> That's true. Uh, nicely done. Son of Man, Two Worlds, Trash in the Camp, and most notably, You'll Be in My Heart. All right. Question number six. The last question of the round. 1992. I have nothing, even if my heart would break. I'm every woman. I will always love you. Rachel. Rachel. The bodyguard. Yes. Nice job. Wow. Nice job. The only thing I really know about that movie is that I Will Always Love You is from that movie, which doesn't make sense to me because it has transcended the movie itself. It's in the end scene. Right, right. But 
All right, that's the end of round three. All right, round number four. This will be uh, Family Feud. Ooh, yes. That back in. So yes. uh, I have some database of old Family Feud questions. Uh, I have the top five answers for each question. Uh, we'll kind of do top five answers around the board. Uh, we'll go around kind of clockwise. Each person will have a chance to Where's give board, a guess. Ryan? What? Where's the board? The we can't board see it. is over here. You're in the fort. <laughs> what can't. fort, Ryan? What <laughs> fort? Um, yeah, everyone will take a turn. If you get the number one answer, you'll get two points. Uh, closest or the person with the highest question or with the highest answer. If nobody gets the top answer, we'll get one point. Uh, we'll start with Rachel here. Mm-hmm. Name a color that cars seldom come in. Purple. Purple is the number four answer on the board. Uh, Stu, can you give an answer? Great. Orange. Orange is the number three answer. Pink is the oh. number one answer on the board. Nice job. Uh, pink. Where Mary, did I show up Kay tonight? <laughs> yeah, right. Pink, yellow, orange, purple, and brown. Top five answers given. Uh, stew. Yes. Name a fruit that does not grow on a tree. <laughs> raspberry. Uh, raspberry is not on the board. Strawberry is the number three answer. Uh, Rachel, can you beat strawberry? Name a fruit that does grape. not. Grape is the number four answer. <laughs> Don't know if it's a fruit or a vegetable, but tomato oh. is number one, followed by pineapple, strawberry, grapes, and watermelon. But I mean, raspberries grow on bushes. Right. right. You're not wrong. Right. No, I know. But like, it, I, I panicked in the sense of like, I couldn't think of anything else. I like, my brain went to my parents' orchard. And then, like, <laughs> the only other thing that we have there is raspberry bushes everywhere. And so then, like, <laughs> Question number three, what might you find under a couch cushion? Remote control, number three, uh, Rachel. A Cheerio. Uh, Cereal. Uh, I'll give you food for number two. Uh, Stu, can you beat food? Loose, and... loose change. Yeah, I'll give you coins for number one. Yeah, yeah. Coins, food, remote control, keys, and dirt. <laughs> just straight up dirt right <laughs> just falls out of your pocket you know dirt <laughs> falls right into the couch all right two points to stew there uh we'll take this and reverse the order a little bit now uh rachel name something you associate with vampires blood yes blood for number one <laughs> yeah, yeah we could just call that right there uh blood crucifix garlic fangs and dracula Surprised Bat was not on the list. Yeah. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> also, what we do in the dark, the new Netflix show that came from the movie is really, really funny. It's kind of like the dry humor of the office, but in an old uh, mausoleum, I don't know, mausoleum, I guess, in Transylvania. Yeah. With like a, uh, with like an associate intern helper. <laughs> It's really funny. Uh, Stu, question number five. Name something you find in every country. A government? 
Uh, I'll be lenient. <laughs> I'll give you, well, uh, I'll give you customs for number five. We'll just go yeah. lay off the board here. Okay. Uh, Rachel, name something you find in every country. An airport. Airport is not on the board. Uh, people would be the number one answer. <laughs> you find people, a city, flag, trees, and customs. I was going to say I wasn't quite flag, sure what you were asking. Yeah, like I just... Sometimes it's just what's on the board. Yeah. Last question of the game. Name something Batman doesn't leave the Batcave without. <laughs> Uh, the utility belt is number four. I'll just come back to Batman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stu, beat utility belt. Name something Batman doesn't leave the Batcave without. I mean, his, his bat suit. Uh, I don't see bat or suit. Or like his mask. I get, well, mask is number five, so I'll give you that. Rachel, name something Batman doesn't leave the Batcave without. His pants. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> uh, pants is not on the board. But we all know he wouldn't leave without his pants, but, you know, he, to each you know their he, own. You know he Donald Ducks 50% of his crimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Batman doesn't leave the Batcave without the Batmobile, his cape, Robin, utility belt, or his mask. <laughs> Well, that is the end of the game. Uh, Ryan, I want you to know that I'm still doing, the next time we record, I am still going to do it in a pillow fort. Whether or not I won, I am still doing it in a pillow fort. So what are your guys' picks for today? Uh, yeah, so this year, like we, we have been doing, we're uh, all giving out some picks. Each episode, a couple of us give a movie, a game experience, or something cool like that that we recommend you check out. Uh I have a pick, and this will be, I think, the first of its kind. Uh, this is an album, a music album. Uh, this is one of my favorite albums. Like, there's a handful of albums that I I love as a complete album. Like, I want to listen to the entire thing in one collection. Like, it all fits together. It all has the same vibe. Um, and this is from a band called Athlete. This is Beyond the Neighborhood. It came out in 2007, so it's been around for a while, but I actually stumbled across it. Uh, when I was doing audio engineering uh, back in, like, I think high school. Um, and I found it in a magazine. Like, they were talking about recording this album and all the synthesizers and everything they were using. Uh, it's a really, really beautiful album to me. It has a lot of cool... I mean, it's a band, um, but they have a lot of, like, melodic keys, like, a lot of ambient sounds to it, but it's still a lot of, like, really driving rock sounds. Um Stuff like that kind of fits, I guess, the most notable band that if you needed somewhere to kind of peg it to would probably be like a modern kind of Coldplay album. Um, but I, it's a certainly a different vibe than that. But there's a lot of like, you, you can just hear like a lot of vintage equipment on it, like a lot of synthesizers, a lot of ambient sounds, like nothing is too like overpowering. It's not dancey at all. It's, it's a very, it's just a really, really good album. Uh, I listened to it a lot, uh, and then I recently came back to it and kind of fell in love with it again, and now I'm, like, listening to all the little parts of it and trying to pick up a lot of the nuance to it. Um, so you should be able to find it on iTunes, Spotify, anything like that. 
Um, this is Athlete Beyond the Neighborhood. And I think the entire album is fantastic all the way through. Uh, they're an English band, which is actually kind of comes up a little bit in some of their lyrics, but I uh, really, really like it. And I think, uh, I think a lot of people would as well. So Neighborhood with a U. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those bands that I don't think too many people have probably heard of, but uh, I think the a lot of people would dig the vibe. So uh, if you have a chance to listen to it, I would highly recommend it. Nice. Uh, and if you're listening and have a pick, uh, send it our way. Email it to thingsaretwrong at gmail.com. Also check out the Instagram page at thingsaretwrong and the website at thingsaretwrong.com to check out past episodes, all of our picks, uh, show notes, and more. Uh, the next episode will be released around August 30th, and that will be the round robin game where all four of us are reading questions. So stay tuned for that. All right. Until the next episode, we'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye. you.